0: You're listening to episode 158 of the Room to Grow podcast. Stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. It's Emily, and today we are doing one of our business slash podcasting episodes. And we're talking about the number one thing, the number one secret that I feel like some people aren't always talking about when it comes to business. Uh, that will build your business and podcast on a massive scale. And that is collaboration and connection. And I know that I talk about these types of things a lot on here, but we're going to dig into this a little bit deeper today because I want to take it to that next layer for you um, and really help you understand why this is the thing that will help you grow more than anything else. Any any email funnel, any, you know, all the things that all the business coaches are like throwing at you and, and telling you that you have to do and you have to spend money on, nothing will take you as far as collaboration and connection will. So before we dive into this, the podcasting for impact course is open, uh, open for enrollment. And this is all about having an impact. So launching and growing a successful podcast, it takes you from the very beginning right to coming up with podcasting names and how to do that, um, cover artwork, editing, all of those things, all the way up to how to connect with others, how to get in front of new eyes, how to promote your podcast. And most importantly, how to get your message out there on a greater scale to have more impact and to build deeper connections with people that can have a really significant impact for you and for them. And this is powerful stuff. So, make sure to go over to podcastingforimpact.com or you can check out everything in the show notes. All the info will be over there and I'm happy to address any questions that you might have. So, let's go into collaboration and connection. It's something that um a, a little bit of of sort of an insider's peek behind the curtain of online business is that we see a lot of these really big names and There are multiple ones within some of those, those biggest names in the online space. I'm not going to drop names on this particular episode, but there, there are many, and there's a really significant group of, I would say anywhere between 50 to 70 ish, um, people who have grown their audience really significantly in the last few years in particular, but over, over the last, I would say decade ish uh, have really, really come up. And then they almost hit this tipping point of like, of success where then it's like the snowball is, is rolling and it's just getting bigger and bigger, bigger, faster, faster, faster. And a lot of these big names, part of the reason why they have done so well is that they have collaborated with other people. They've collaborated with each other. They've promoted each other's stuff. They have built relationships with each other. They have joined hands. They've lifted each other up. You know that saying about standing on the shoulders of giants? Listen, no one is self-made. No one is an overnight success. No one, no one is any of those things. We all have help. It doesn't diminish the work, the hard work that it takes for you to get to where you want to go, but everyone has help along the way. And it's kind of about whether or not you acknowledge that help for one thing The other side of it is what are you doing to continue to build even more relationships and connections that will help you get to the next level while helping someone else get to the next level too, because there's more than enough to go around. And when it comes to things like collaboration and connection, there are various ways to do this. And sometimes it's going to mean paying to play and investing in yourself, investing in your business. You know, getting that, uh, that mentorship, that coaching, um, getting into that mastermind. Masterminds are, are huge now and there's a reason for that because they can be incredibly powerful and they also really light a fire under you to take your business, your podcast, whatever it is that you're working on to the next level. When when you're seeing what others are doing and getting up to, it can also be like this swap of ideas too. Like I've had all kinds of times where somebody that I have had some sort of a relationship or connection with in business has given me an an idea and I've run with it. And I've given other people ideas for their businesses as well. And then they've run with it and done really well with it. And that wouldn't be possible without the collaboration. And it doesn't always have to mean pay to play because sometimes it's as simple as one human being connecting to another. A, A really great example of this is my friend, Christina Montalvo. You've been listening to the podcast. You know who I'm talking about. She's been on the podcast multiple times, and I'll reference her in the show notes that you can go check out uh, all of our episodes because they are um, listener favorites. People usually usually really love it when when Christina and I get together for an episode, and she and I regularly team up and we air the same episode to both of our audiences, and then her people get to know me, my people get to know her. I'm using like my people and her people kind of term lightly but you know what I mean like people who would who would have only listened to her podcast then get to know me a little bit better and vice versa and it introduces new eyes and in this case ears to our stuff which is awesome and it's mutually beneficial and that's a really important part of collaboration as well is because it needs to benefit everyone a year ago I also did I'd never done this before uh a collaborative email list builder effort. And what it was was that was when I was still doing um nutrition kind of more lifestyle stuff. And I teamed up with I believe there were either 12 or 14 of us who all teamed up. We all came up with an offering. Uh some sort of like little mini course or training or like PDF workbook, I whatever that was. We came up we each came up with our own offering and then we created one landing page that everyone like people could sign up for and if they signed up for through that landing page then they had access to all 12 or 14 different offerings for free so how this worked was I for this particular effort I was chosen to kind of headline it so I set up the the landing page on my website which meant that everyone who opted in got on my email list which is super important to email list building. We will, I, I, I'm going to be doing an email list building uh, episode very soon because I want to to talk about that more with you. Um, so everyone who opted in then got put onto my email list. And then once those people were in, so to speak, then they were able to pick from these 12 or 14 different offerings. They could pick as many or as few as they wanted. And it was, we were kind of, aiming it at people who want to sort of start their healthiest life in January, essentially, before all of the the new year resolutions and stuff started. We are gifting it to them at the very beginning of December so that you could get a bit of a head start. And we had all different kinds of things, like all kinds of health and fitness stuff. Uh, I did a a free course about stress um, that went over really well. I doubled my email list with that single effort. And what was cool about it was that all 12 to 14 of us were benefiting from it. So all, all of us were then advertising it to our people. We were then introducing our people to, um, to other professionals in the space that we had collaborated with. And it was a really cool experience for everybody. It was a win-win situation for everybody. And what was even better was that the everything that we were offering, we typically would have charged for those courses or trainings or whatever and we offered it to people for free We're like listen we're giving you access to 12 or 14 different um trainings you know workbooks all these things whereas normally you'd have to pay for each one of them but for a limited time we're making them free and all you have to do is sign up and that was a great deal that was a fantastic deal because everyone was winning And that is just one example of the power of collaboration. And the thing is, it's about collaboration is that it's a practice in acknowledging that there's more than enough to go around, that we all have different skill sets. We have different stories. We have different areas of unique expertise and different styles of teaching and connecting with others. I mean, just to use the, the health and fitness space as an example, look how many health and fitness coaches there are in the world. Many of them are doing very well for themselves. And everyone is going to resonate with somebody different or have a unique story that will resonate with somebody different. There is more than enough to go around. We don't have to look at everyone as, as competition. Collaboration is so much more powerful when we join arms and lift everyone else up at the same time. Don't be afraid to compliment others as well. I mean, like, you know, your, your peers, let them know that you admire the great work that they're doing. That doesn't make you less than. It makes you honest and genuine to the other person and and the other person will appreciate the compliment as long as it's coming from a genuine place, obviously. And moving forward, I've actually been thinking about this so much lately that moving forward, I plan on shouting out people publicly on a regular basis who are doing amazing things in the world simply because I want more people to know about them and what they're doing. And because a little more love in the world is never a bad thing. That doesn't take away from you and what you're doing, and what you're offering people. Collaboration is a win-win for everyone. And if you are desperately worried about losing, you know, a a potential client that that you would want to somebody else, dig into that a little bit more. Because maybe they just would work better with somebody else. Or maybe there's something that uh, a peer of yours can teach them that you can't and that doesn't mean that you are a worse coach or a worse business owner or whatever it doesn't mean anything like that it's simply different and that's okay that can be a great thing a great example uh of this when when that comes to mind when I think collaboration is my my dear friend Jess Ekstrom who was on the podcast uh a, a month or two ago um, about chasing the bright side. I'm going to make sure to reference that episode in the show notes because it did really well. And Jess is just the most beautiful human being inside and out. Um, I absolutely want you to get to know her. So what's funny is how she and I connected because months ago, Jess publicly commented on one of my, my Instagram posts about how much she loved the podcast. I guess a friend uh, had sent it to her. And she was commenting how much she loved how I showed up and and we started chatting and then we moved into the DMs and continued talking. I ended up having her on the podcast. Then she asked for some advice around sharing a very vulnerable story that she had. And the friendship just continued to grow totally organically. And it, everybody wins. Not only did I gain what I feel to be a really amazing, awesome friend, but I had the pleasure of introducing some of the people who didn't already know about her to the amazing work that she's doing and she ended up doing the same for me and everybody wins everyone wins when collaboration is done and done well and then the question that sort of comes up is okay well how (laughs) other than paying to play which I always think is still a great idea investing in yourself finding like a mastermind um, or you know a really great uh, coach that can help guide you there's a huge amount of power in that. There's also peer run masterminds where it doesn't likely cost you any money, but you can still put together a group where you kind of keep each other accountable. You uh, help bounce ideas around all of those things. So it doesn't have to be paid to play, but that can be a really great way to collaborate with others. So other ways of connecting with people, the very first step is simply reaching out. And you can do that through things like Facebook groups through Instagram like how Jess and I connected that's how I've connected with countless numbers of people uh LinkedIn there's actually a LinkedIn expert coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks as well in-person events and you don't have to pay for those events there's all kinds of free ones too and uh, like as an awkward introvert <laughs> which is kind of how I identify you can check out episode 144 uh how an awkward introvert makes friends around the globe it's been a very very popular episode apparently i'm not the only awkward introvert um It's going to really walk you through how to go about building some of those relationships and creating those connections. And the thing is, there are a couple things I don't want you to do in any of these types of scenarios. First of all, don't ask someone to pick their brain. Because not only is it a super weird saying, you're also asking for access to years of coaching, education, experience, and potentially thousands of dollars spent on all of those things. Time, effort, energy, you, you're asking for all of that to tap into all of that without offering anything in return. So it doesn't always have to be dollars that you're putting down in order to build a collaboration or or a connection with somebody, not at all. But you do have to bring value to the table. And when you just approach someone and say, Hey, can I pick your brain? What value are you offering them? Why would they be motivated? To help you when you're offering them absolutely nothing in return and in fact you just want an exchange of energy that only goes one way that's not fair and the second thing is to don't be sleazy like simply trying to sell someone on something right out of the gate or expecting things to be given to you that comes across to me as super sleazy and we've all gotten approached kind of in that manner and it doesn't feel good it it's not it's not the way to build more genuine connections and it's very unlikely to lead to any type of collaboration so instead number one ask questions and ask better questions be interested to be interesting people want to talk about themselves people want to tell you their stories but you'll never know if you don't ask so ask questions and ask better questions Number two is to actually open the door to connection in the first place. Most of us slam it shut. <laughs> We're like, nope, I'm not peopling today. And listen, I get that. Totally, totally get that. I also talked about that more in uh, episode 144, the awkward introvert episode. But if you do want to actually go about building some of these relationships and connections, you do have to open that door. Number three is to engage too and lean into the discomfort. Have the conversations, listen to people. People will tell you everything you want to know if you simply listen and observe and ask questions. Going back to number one. Number four is to show up with value. You might have, for example, a far smaller audience or reach than someone that you want to connect with. So what can you offer them that would help them out? Do you see a little hole in their business or how they show up online that happens to be your area of expertise that maybe you could help them out with? and offer them that for free, you know, let them know that you, you fully recognize that there's a disparity between your audience sizes, but you are an expert in blank and you would love to help them with this, with, with blank issue, because you think that, that they're doing a great job, but they could do even better. They could take it to that next level. If they tweaked a couple things that is showing up with value. Because you're offering something in return. It's an energy exchange as opposed to the energy only flowing one way. And number five is to be humble. You can be confident in your abilities and still be humble because confidence is very different than arrogance. And you should be confident in your abilities. You should hold your head high and and trust that you are able to, to make a difference in somebody's life. But that's very different from being arrogant about it something that ties in with all of this is I really want to underscore that you don't always have to do things like paying for ads like Facebook or Instagram ads instead of connecting one can't replace the other you can't replace true connection with ads instead you're just going to continue to line Facebook's pockets (laughs) it has to be done the right way because no magic pill no ad, no anything will replace true connection. And I'm going to leave you with this. Are you in this for the long-term or for the short-term? Because personally, I don't have a plan B. This is my only plan. Building this business and this podcast, this is my only plan. And therefore, I would rather build things up slowly with a solid foundation rather than try to scale things practically overnight. And things like connection and collaboration, they take time, they take effort, they take energy, they take continuously putting energy into those things. It's not a one and done thing. You don't make a connection, then you never touch it again. It's like a plant. You can't water the plant once and expect it to thrive. You're going to have to put it into sunlight. You're going to have to water it once in a while. You're going to have to care for it, prune it, whatever it needs in order for it to grow and flourish. And connections and collaboration require the same. And that might seem like a lot of work. And sometimes it is. But again, I'm gonna bring that back to you. Are you in this for the short term? Are you in this for the long term? And are you in this for the right reasons as well? Because if you're in this for things like making a difference, for making impact, uh, all of all of those things, connection and collaboration can be one of the absolute best and strongest ways to create that. So ask yourself all of these questions and I really want you to think closely and to start encouraging you to take steps towards more collaboration and more connection. because that is what is going to grow your business and, and your podcast, if that's the case, it, It's going to take you to that next level and it's only going to continue to get better. The more connections you have, the more collaborations you create, it's only going to benefit everybody and it's only going to continue to approve, improve upon what you've already built. It's like a pyramid, you know, you start at the bottom, but you just keep going up and up and up. It's going to be amazing, but you have to put in that work and that energy. So don't forget to about the podcasting for impact course, uh, speaking of impact <laughs> and within that course, I also help teach you. I go even deeper into all these types of things and teach you how to build out those relationships and create those connections, those collaborations that will help you to really take your podcast and your business to the next level. Level. So go to podcastingforimpact.com uh, or check the show notes. Everything is over there, Room to Grow podcast. <laughs> and I hope that you guys got as much of this episode as I did putting it together. I love putting together these episodes that talk about things like connection and collaboration because I think that it's a really underutilized uh, area of business that can make the biggest impact and have the biggest change for you behind it. So thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon.